Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. That's us doing the beginning theme song, which will obviously be added in, but you know, usually Matt does it for us, so. Hi, everybody. I'm Lindsay. I'm Allie, and welcome to Two Girls, One Podcast. The podcast where we normally delve into interesting and odd pockets of the internet to find out what communities are hanging out there. But today, that's not what we're going to talk about. Well, we are going to talk about it a little bit, but differently than how we normally do. Yes, because as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, Allie is very into. Um, the ideas and chemistries behind what makes the furry community purr. So this weekend, <laughs> she did a deep dive. Allie, mm-hmm. tell us what you were up to this weekend. So I went to the SoCal FurCon this weekend because why wouldn't I go to the SoCal FurCon, you know? It's your thing. You love to know what furries love. I just, well... Any community, you know, I just, it, it's the, it's the same reason I was a voyeur at a sex dungeon. I like to know why people are into what they're into. It's the whole reason we do this podcast. So actually someone in our discord, discord.gg slash 2G1P, I think like maybe six months or a year ago was like, Hey, there's a SoCal fur con. And I put it in my calendar months ago. And then <laughs> this week it popped up and I was like, Oh, time to go. Yeah. So I went last night. I went with my friend Lauren. Shout out to Lauren, who's up for anything. We went from about 6 p.m. to midnight. We went to the convention. Wow. There was a dance competition that was amazing. And when I posted it on my Instagram stories, my friend wrote, (laughs) were you at the taping of The Masked Singer? Which is very funny (laughs) because it looks the same. There's a panel of judges and a giant bird dancing in this video I posted. So we went to that. Then we went to the kink panel, which was very amusing and interesting. Ooh, also, what did you learn there? So, Lindsay, this is something that's been around for decades, and Lauren was astounded that I didn't know. I was also astounded. Do you know about the handkerchief system? I don't think I do. That sounds fun, though. I can't believe that I didn't. Well, in real life, you put it in different pockets, but the furries would put it around their tails and each bandana corresponds to a kink. So like a yellow bandana is water sports. Oh, okay. I, I've heard about this, like people do it with, uh, glowing bands, like at at sex parties because people aren't normally wearing a lot of clothes. Right. So handkerchiefs (laughs) aren't tied to anything but yeah. you'd use different colored uh like yeah. glow in the dark bands to mean yeah. that you're into different things so yeah i've have heard of this just not called the handkerchief system yeah i have not heard of it which is like so shocking considering i i think of myself as an expert observer but a anyway expert observer a sextator oh interesting maybe a spectator i don't know anyway so there was what a, a woman at the kink event 
used to be a madam at a brothel. She was fascinating. I was sort of wondering if we could interview her, if there's a niche that makes sense, you know, that's more internet based that we haven't covered yet. Yeah. She was really fascinating. And then we chatted with some people. I did some like, I did like a little interview on my phone that maybe I'll put on TikTok. And then the night ended with a rave. How was the DJ? Did they only play? Uh, actually, the DJ. What does the fox say? Yeah, yeah, little Lion King. No, the DJ was actually awesome. I was like, this is a great dance party. But first of all, I was exhausted because post pandemic, like, I just don't have the stamina that I used to for my shenanigans. I'm trying to work my way back up. Um, but yeah, everyone should have the experience of being on a dance floor with giant mascot creatures and glow sticks and a DJ playing, you know? So then we went home. <laughs> How were you dressed? I dressed in totally normal clothes because I think. It, I thought it was important for people to know that I was a voyeur and not a participant, you know? Mm. Yeah. Interesting. But I'm sad that you couldn't come with me because that would have been fantastic. Yeah. I, you would have sh- lost your shit. I should have changed my plans. That was my bad. This was my bad. You know what, Lindsay? It was also uh, more diverse than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be pretty white. I like so that. So that was, that was interesting, too. You can never be disappointed in surprise diversity. That's yeah, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was, I was, I was pleased. Yeah, and there was, there was this one black woman in particular that had this. It was interesting because there's a little bit of crossover with other things. Mm-hmm. She had this unbelievable bird costume that she designed herself with like feathers. I mean, it was Lauren said it reminded her of Comic Con almost. Some of the costumes, you know, mm. it was really pretty interesting oh although i think my favorite part because it was at the hilton by the los angeles airport okay i think my favorite part was just the random tourists from like (laughs) oklahoma who were like what the fuck is going on right now (laughs) i love that i I mean yeah i i also love getting surprised by like normie white people like there was the straightest whitest dad looking dude walking down like I was going to Universal Studios, walking down with his little family and his shirt says, I identify as fully vaccinated. And I was like, hey, I'm into this guy. But I was like, yeah, that's what cool. if, yeah, but I was like, what if that's just him saying he identifies that way and it doesn't matter if he's actually vaccinated or not? And I got into a little spiral oh, of myself. Like, but is I, he just I wanna making stay fun with celebrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know, oh, I'm just gonna stay with being proud of him and excited. Really for interesting. Him. Yeah, because yeah. my initial reaction was pride, and then you said, Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think he, I think putting fully vaccinated on your shirt at all, if you're like an anti-vaxxer, is going to be yeah. the not thing you do, right? So. Yeah, you're right. So maybe, so I think, yeah. If you're I, I just think he's signaling to others that look like him, look, just don't get confused over here. We believe in science. <laughs> interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. Because that, that shirt has layers, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, And then just one more thing about the furry convention. The cutest thing was the little kids who were just there at the hotel for another reason who would walk up to the furries and ask for a photo. Ah, That is very cute. I love that. I thought you were saying like little kids who were also at the con because, you know, kids are kind of into it like young kids also. Yeah. Apparently, well, we went at more at night but apparently there are a fair number of kids during the day and i talked to this one guy who said there's a furry club at his 
when he was in middle school. Like, in, there was like a furry club, the same way like I was in drama club. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just yeah. very interesting. I mean, yeah. so many kids are into anime right now as well, which is so funny to me because it doesn't. I was like, is this like? I don't know. It's it's a new thing. It's like kids are into yeah. anime the way that kids used to be into like um, Power Rangers and stuff. They're just very obsessed. Right. And they all right. know about it, you know? And it's also funny because it's like stuff that was considered really dorky when we were growing up is now like mainstream kind of cool, I think. Yeah, like fringe. Not 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 even necessarily dorky, just like how are you even into that? I don't even know what that right. is. People right. would feel like that about anime and stuff. And now it's just like everybody's into it. Every yeah. single child is wearing like a Naruto jacket. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But how are you doing? How was your weekend? It was fine. I went to Universal Studios yesterday. That was fun. Um Was there a reason or just cuz? I just like had a weird block of time where I wasn't doing anything. I worked one of my other jobs outdoor, blah blah blah. It was fun. And then I live really far away from all my friends. So I just didn't want to drive home and then go back up to what I was doing. So this part is very uninteresting. I love, though, <laughs> that Universal is your way to kill time. Yeah. So I have a Universal Pass. I have friends with the Universal Pass. We met up. They were going to the American Ninja Warrior screening or taping later that night. Yeah. So we... I just met up and hung out with them before their taping. And then I went home and I had seven and a half hours of sleep, which for me is an incredibly large amount of sleep for me. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. It was well great. done. Well done. It was great. Well, but I'm only getting three hours of sleep tonight because I leave for Utah, Utah on a 6 a.m. flight. Full of red rocks Go and on. watches. Um, the The state song is very... Prom- prominent that's the that's uh-huh. the um, melody but i can't remember what the actual words are um, love it love it love it <laughs> you'll see yeah you'll i'm see. going on a 10-day camping trip and i'm pretty scared sighted nice that's very fun <laughs> like backcountry, I- like camping on public land which i've only really done at burning man and then like maybe like a night or two in a row so scare sighted yeah i did get back from mexico last week mm. and in Mexico. Wait, you went to Mexico again? Didn't you also go on for your birthday in February? Yeah, I went to Mexico for my birthday in February. I went to Mexico last week for my friend's birthday. We went to Damn. Mexico City. Okay. Yeah. I'm kind of like a regular in Mexico. No yeah, big deal. Yeah, it's just like, you know, she pops over to Universal. She pops over to Mexico. No big deal. That's where she kills time. You know, That's where I kill time. Yeah. Like, I got an hour. Let's go to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. But in Mexico um, this time, which is the first time this has ever happened, on a trip, like with the people I'm with, there was a lot of digestive problems mm, for the crew. Yeah. People having, they have coined the term ass pee, which is what is <laughs> happening to a lot of people. Yeah. It hasn't gotten that bad for me. And I was like, I think I'm fine. But ever since Mexico, every time I need to poop, it's like, an immediate poop. It's like you're like, ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. your eyes are big, right, and you're like, like we gotta go find a right toilet now, right now, yeah, right now, right now. And do you um, think that's a nice way to do a cleanse? Like, do you feel really no. going to Mexico and getting ass pee? 
Yeah, but isn't it kind of like a juice cleanse? You know what I mean? Like you're just really getting cleaned out. People, I'm I'm sticking with it. Like you're cleaned out. The people who have had the ASP do feel very cleaned out. And they were, one of them had a colonoscopy. They were like, I was ready for that thing. Um, (laughs) Wait, they just happened to have a colonoscopy? Yes. Happened to have it scheduled for the week after. Great. Love it. Um, Love it. Because they have, yeah, they just, they're very proactive with their health. Your Mm -hmm, girl mm -hmm. has truly never had a colonoscopy. I don't know. Me neither. you know? I don't think we're supposed to till 40, so we have some time, but not much. There you go. Um, <sighs> but yeah, but my poops haven't been normal. I'm so you know, glad this is what we're discussing. I think this is really welcome. this is really taking a turn. Normalize talking about your poop. Um, I guess. Sure. No, I don't know. We probably don't need to talk about it. They're just not that <laughs> solid. They're not they're not liquid. Well, you listen, know. you're not peeing out of your ass. There's what are no you doing with your life for me. Thank you know. God. Yeah. Yeah. I I hope you do just because I think it's a two bird, one stone kind of situation. I think maybe talking about your poops in public is something you got to wait until after you have a life mate for. And maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. (laughs) Like, I got to wait. You're stuck with me forever. So you can't leave me about this. But right now we can like really get even weirder. Yeah. Yeah. That's like one of the reasons that I want to meet someone just so there's like really all bets are off. You know, I can say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like a good perk. Um, it is. Great. It's a perk well, of marriage. I'm looking out for commitment. you. I'm looking out for you and your asshole, I believe. Thank you. And you and your asshole. Thank you. I want to ask you if you've ever had anal, but I feel, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I feel like maybe I, this isn't. <laughs> I have no interest in anal. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It would take a very interesting conversation between me and a committed partner to get that to happen. But yeah. I have a clinically small vagina. So I'm like, I don't know what you're looking for really? back there. Clinically yeah. small. How do you know? Yeah, because they use a smaller speculum on me. Interesting. Or they did for many, many years. So do you prefer a smaller endowed man as opposed to a well-endowed man? No, I prefer the perfect amount like the actual regular situation yeah i don't like it if it looks too big i i'm having to lamaze it in that's not for me but i'm willing right but i would i would rather have to use lamaze during sex than to be like are we all or oh we're going now oh we're going okay yeah Yeah, you know, okay, here's my, I would like to actually make a PSA to the small dicked men who are listening. I think the the real problem is that they don't just embrace it, right? Like, I've been with smaller men and they just try to convince themselves that like, it's fine and it's enough. And I would rather you get kinky and just be like, cool, sometimes I wear an extender, sometimes I do this, sometimes I do that, like, no problem. But I think the dilemma is the denial that you have enough and then nobody's happy. Just embrace it and get kinky. Like if I met a guy and he took off his pants and he was like, look, I know it's not the biggest, but like I got all kinds of toys. I'd be like, let's go. Yeah. It's, I can't imagine the challenge of. Speaking very specifically about a man I dated this winter. (laughs) (laughs) And he was great with his toys. No, that's the thing he did not acknowledge. Oh, but if we had dated, if we had dated, if we had dated a little longer, I think I would have been like, let's talk about this. Because he was great otherwise, you know, well, mm. in, in bed, but there were personality. Anyway, whatever. I, we're not dating. <laughs> he's not the one. He's not the one. Yeah, he's not and the neither one. is he's his not weenie. not the one. He's not the one. <laughs> yep. And neither was his, his dick. Um, so I just, I just can't imagine the stress. Like, 
I don't feel bad for men. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But as a rule, but I do yeah. understand how it could be challenging and yeah, unpleasant totally, totally. and overwhelming and difficult to navigate. And you can't to talk have a to small anyone penis. about it. Yeah. You know what? To be honest, there are some communities online and I really want to talk to them, like not at all in a ridiculing way. Cause like I do think if you're a man, like there's so much in the media about like big dick, big dick. And first of all, bigger is not better, as we just discussed. No. Sometimes it can be too much. But yeah, I know there's like a dating site for like, if you want to, I don't know, there's some, we've got to look into it. There's some communities for little dick men. And I think that's, I think it must be really tough to have this thing that there's such pressure for it to like be a certain way. And then also completely taboo to talk about it. So you know what? Yeah. Market. I think this is a perfect 2G1P episode is looking yeah. into the less endowed men. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're. If you know of any communities that we should reach out to, oh, let us know. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. You can DM us uh, if you don't want to do this publicly, which again is part of the whole, there's a little stigma. Well, I do know there's a whole kink scene around little dicked men. And that's interesting too. But I think it's more like regular guys who are trying to date and live their lives. Like what kind of resources or, or community, but. Um, but I know there is a whole genre of like, especially in the gay community yeah. of like subs with little dicks. Anyway, I, I went down a rabbit hole once and I. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, there's this guy who's like super popular. He has a teeny tiny dick and he wears like a little thimble on it as a harness. It's like very fascinating. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know a guy who's like very like not self-conscious or maybe it is because he's self-conscious but he's very public about having a small penis but is he is very hot and is constantly dating hot women so it's very mm. it's very interesting yeah well i wonder if he's because he's embracing it he's also embracing all kinds of tools and stuff you know what i mean because it's like I maybe think, i don't think it has to be about a dick but it has he to doesn't be about seem like sexual the most gratification yeah maybe he doesn't seem the most in touch with like himself. So I don't know. It's like a weird yeah. reverse psychology thing. I think he's probably trying to do. Yeah. I mean, I, I think little dick men could probably take a good cue from trans men who do embrace strap ons and all kinds of stuff. But I feel like a lot of heterosexual men, I'm guessing probably view that as some sort of like affront to their masculinity. Um, masculinity is a lie meant to hold you down and keep you from being sexually fulfilled <gasps> usually we do talk about like our lives more but now we're just kind of contemplating the world and then talking about poop i would like to do more trans episodes i think the trans is like a sort of weird it's a, in a weird place right now because it's almost like too sensitive of an issue where you're not allowed to talk about it but i do feel like trans people have always since the internet been turning to it for resources and support and we did a trans episode a while ago but i would be very interested in covering more facets of the trans community if there's someone out there willing to talk to us oh, so again yeah. you can yeah you can go into discord.gg slash 2g1p and immediately dm us i also think my twitter dms are open i'm ally underscore goldie my DMs have never been closed as far as I know. So you can nice. find me across all platforms, Twitter, Instagram. I'm at the Lindsay life, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, E-Y, life, L-I-F-E. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to 
potentially covering those things when I'm back from camping in Utah. Oh my gosh, have so much fun in Utah, Lin- and I almost called you Lindsay. Whatever, you oh my call gosh. me whatever you want. You know, yeah. we're there. Have so much fun in Utah, Allie. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I very much enjoy Utah. Um, they they are. It's very white there because they did that on purpose. It's intense, but <laughs> you probably won't feel it <laughs> the same yeah, way I felt. Well, it. we're also <laughs> going to a lot of places where like there are no people, so. That would be fun, too. Yeah. Like, black, white, there's no one. You know what I mean? There's just, like, the hoodoos. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. I'm excited for the hoodoos because those are those um, structures that look kind of like dicks. And I was wondering if I could maybe take funny videos where I make it look like they're talking and, like, how they're really misunderstood because everybody just thinks they're a dick. I'm not sure. But I'm gonna tr- I want to try to figure out how to still do some TikToks while I'm on the road. So Of course you, you do. That's your thing. Yeah. That's your thing. Don't let the TikTok yeah. love flounder yeah falter it's gonna be hard because we're also gonna be a lot of places with no wi-fi but yeah you'll remember what life was like before yeah yeah no it'll be good to take a break but it's also like i you know i finally dove in i feel like i'm making progress so i'm a little anxious about taking a break from it but yeah yeah so it goes um i also wanted to say for any uh local listeners to la I've been performing a lot more since the world opened up. So if you want to come check out a live show, I tend to post those on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at Allie, A-L-L-I underscore G-O-L-D-I. Generally on Instagram, I post those like on my stories and my posts. I love that. So yeah. And if you'd like to leave us any thoughts, questions, concerns with this weird episode, you can also email us. That's 2G1podcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail that number is three four seven eight seven one six five four eight that number again three four seven eight seven one six lit and please 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 if you've been listening for any amount of time please check out patreon.com slash 2g1p even if you can only contribute a dollar you know this we do need your support to keep the show going and going and going so thank you for considering we love you all and stay safe out there and have fun camping, Allie. Thank you. I'll see y'all when I get back. Bye. Bye.